0: Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. If you work in an office without offices, with just about everyone working in a large spare space full of stylish desks, straight lines, paper stored in a credenza, then you have met Florence Noel Bassett. She is the godmother of the open office plan. As New York Times architecture critic Paul Goldberger put it, Noel Bassett probably did more than any other single figure to create the modern, sleek, post-war American office. Out went the heavy desks and draperies and hulking file cabinets that had cluttered offices for years. In came spare, straight-edged desks and furnishings, and a devotion to aesthetic simplicity. Uncluttered office space, she thought, led to uncluttered minds. Every detail mattered, from the layout of the space to the materials on the furniture. No Bassett's own designs launched trends in office decor still seen today, including an oval-shaped desk with a thin sheet of marble or wood floating atop a simple chrome pedestal. In the first dozen years after the table was introduced in 1961, more than three million were sold. Noel Bassett was born on May 24, 1917 in Saginaw, Michigan. Her father ran a family baking company, but both of her parents died at early ages, leaving her an orphan at 12. A guardian enrolled her in a private girl's school outside Detroit. An art teacher there once asked what project she was interested in. I want to design a house, she said. Noel Bassett's interest in design persisted. She soon came to the attention of Eliel Saarinen, an acclaimed architect and father of Aero Saarinen, the chief designer of Washington's Dulles Airport and the Gateway Arch in St. Louis. The elder Saarinen, who taught at a nearby design school Noel Bassett later attended, practically made her a member of his family. During the summers, she traveled with the Saarinen's to their native Finland and met other renowned architects. Later, she attended the Architectural Association in London, then trained under Mies van der Rohe, one of the leading architects of the 20th century, whose emphasis on straight lines and a lack of ornament became a hallmark of her designs. Upon joining a New York architecture firm, Noel Bassett, because of her gender, was often relegated to designing the interiors of buildings rather than the structures themselves. In 1943, she began working with a man named Hans Knoll, who was running a New York branch of his family's furniture business. They fell in love and married in 1946. Knoll was killed in a car accident in Cuba in 1955, and Knoll Bassett, became president of the company, working on office spaces for icons of American business, General Motors, IBM, Rockefeller Center, the Heinz headquarters in Pittsburgh, and New York's Seagram Building. Before putting pencil to paper, she interviewed workers, not just the bosses, to understand how they spent their time and moved around the office. Then she made a paste-up model out of cardboard, showing every chair, table, lamp, and typewriter. She used the exact paint colors and fabric samples and, when everything was in its place, folded the flattened model together to create a three-dimensional replica of the office. Noel Bassett's papers are now in the Smithsonian Institution's Archives of American Art. They include her remarkably detailed hand-drawn designs. Noel Bassett's final major project, completed in 1965, was the interior of the CBS headquarters in New York. She designed everything from tables, desks and chairs to wall coverings and even door handles. Noel Bassett died in late January. She was 101 years old and is survived by three stepchildren nine grandchildren, and a legacy that looks very much like the office where this episode was produced. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. This episode was adapted from a story written by Matt Schudel for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.